Corey, have you ever seen that movie, How to Lose a Man in 90 Days? I've never seen it. Uh, yet? Well, neither have I, but I think I have a sneaking suspicion how it goes. Or at least I now know how to lose a fiancé in 90 Days the Florida way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Attacking a Florida freak with some Christmas cheer. That's a story that we've got coming up. Nothing like a little Christmas cheer in May, right? Very festive. Yeah. Warm feelings. (laughs) Well, listen, there are some good reasons to call 911 out there. Of course. And then there are some Florida reasons to call 911. So we'll have that coming up. Yeah, and lizards may have been living for millions of years, Mm. but this freaky death is definitely one for the record books. We've got all that coming up on the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever picked up a newspaper, browsed the internet, or even watched the news, you know that Florida's greatest export are the weird stories of the people that live and play here in Florida. Kirsten, what kind of stories do you have for us? Yeah, so this week ripped from the headlines. (laughs) Uh, Our first one actually comes from CNET. Uh, Researchers at the University of Florida and the Florida Museum found a record-setting lizard in Cocoa Beach. Wow, that's pretty cool. The northern curly-tailed lizard has been feeding near a grease bin at a pizza restaurant. So at first, the lizard was so large that scientists thought that it was pregnant, but the body just didn't feel quite right. right. So they did a CT scan and that revealed the awful truth. Really? Mouthfuls of insects. Oh. And anoli. That makes sense. And greasy sand were all congealed into an um, unpassable glob of poop. Nearly 80% of the animal's total body mass, the largest known feces to body mass ratio recorded oh. in a living animal. So My basically, intestines are seizing up as we speak. Right? So we have a, a, a world record for uh, constipation. Oh man, this poor lizard. I mean, yeah. where are the prunes when you need them, right? <laughs> Apparently not at that re- pizza restaurant. No, 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 not at all. I mean, I knew Greece wasn't good for you, but uh, this is a cautionary tale like I've never seen before. Right, yeah. So so greasy pizza grease. Ugh. Um. I guess now we know why the freshman 15 happens yeah. because, you know, when you're in college, you're pretty much living on pizza. Right. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I grew up on Greece, so like <laughs> I feel like I can sort of empathize with this lizard. Were but, you also uh, eating insects and anolis? No, no. I was eating other other foods that probably helped to keep things rolling a little bit better. But um, just looking up real quick, uh, a few natural remedies for constipation, if you want to hear a, oh, a few Oh, sure. List. Absolutely. Obviously, drinking water tops the list, um, which I'm sure the lizard probably could have found. But... Um, but definitely eating prunes more that could be a little bit tougher. Some fiber, getting more fiber mm, into his diet. Of course, yeah. I mean, these are just things that I'm sure that the lizard doctor was telling him all this time. <laughs> and whether he was listening or not. I mean, you know, if it's a male lizard, we certainly, you know. Are, don't listen you know, to your doctors. Don't listen to good advice or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll get, you know, some. this will be like a, a tale for lizards out there. Oh, what am I saying? They don't have phones. They can't listen to the <laughs> podcast, right? So, so, you know, you would think grease would help grease the wheels, right? Grease the track. That's kind of what I was thinking, like when you first said it. And, but then I was like, oh, that this obviously has to be something that's a big part of the reason why it got so bad. 
Right. So 80% of the animal's total body mass. And it said in the article that essentially there was barely room for its lungs and heart and liver because it was so... Oh, wow. Yeah, awful. It's really awful. Yeah. But but 80%. So on a good day, I'm about 140 pounds. Right. So if I were me, mm-hmm. but had that equivalent size of blockage... Right. I would have to weigh 700 total pounds. Oh, geez. That's incredible. That's just, uh, it's almost unthinkable now when you think, when you're trying to put that into a, like a picture or whatever, but 80%, it's like, like we're made up of like 80% water or whatever. So imagine it's like all like. In, in not water. Yeah. 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 Not water. Not anything, water. Anything but water. Jeez. So I was reading an article and, yeah. and you know, we. It's it's hard to talk about our world right now without bringing up the pandemic. And right. I, I, I had uh, stumbled across an interesting article the other day about um, pandemic poop. Mm. Essentially how all of us have been noticing, maybe not all of us, but, but many of us have been noticing some, yes, changes in the way that we process our bodily waste. Right. Because I really can't think of any nicer ways to say it. Yeah. So this is not an uncommon thing. If if you're out there in the midst of our COVID-19 pandemic and uh, things aren't maybe as regular as they used to be or right. maybe are a little too regular right now, yeah. you are not alone Right. without going into any personal detail, <laughs> but you are not alone. Right. Pandemic poop is a real thing. It's a real thing. thing and it's happening to people, right? I mean, Absolutely. We're finding it just the two of us, you know, just trying to get our regular exercise in, you know, not staying too sedentary all the time. Just things change, you know, especially when you're just not standing or, or maybe just moving around as much as po- as you usually would. Um, yeah, things are it's a it's a big, big change just in general. Right. So um, I, I don't think that was the issue with this lizard. No, probably not. Probably more just living by the grease bin. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So um, moving on from there and, and really two weeks in a row now, we've started with something pretty gross. Yeah. So. Yeah, stick around. It we, gets less gross, yeah, I swear. It's with it, the rest of it is a palate cleanser. <laughs> so, Corey, we've been married 13 years. Yep. Think back to our engagement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything anything particularly eventful happen? Well, I, I was thinking, now that you mention it, it's so it's like besides like eating like cake samples and, and looking at venues for, you know, the most important part of the wedding, which is the parties. Right. Of right? course. Yeah. Um, But nothing Plural. more that, that really like pops out at me right we moved to florida but, oh yeah but besides that but besides that nothing yeah. nothing nothing that would change the uh i don't know future of our relationship right um not so for this couple out of saint mm. petersburg so from the saint pete times a saint petersburg police officer was suspended after an internal investigation found he used his taser uh. on his then fiance oh. and a family friend oh okay well at least he's you know Equal not, opportunity. Yeah, he's focusing on not just not just family, but friends. So Officer John Pace has been a cop since 2011. And by the way, he was off duty during both incidents. Well, that's Two important. separate incidents. Good to know. In the first incident, Pace used the electroshock device on his fiance. Mm-hmm. In the second incident, he tased a family friend. Uh, in each incident, mm-hmm. uh, he used the taser like a stun gun through direct contact rather than firing the prongs. So from it wasn't a like a sneak attack. It's like he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna like stick this right on your person." Right, and in fact, the police department does say that both the fiance and the friend gave the officer permission to use the weapon on them. Well, that's important to know. Well, good it turns know. out, yeah, good, good, good to get permission. Yeah. 
Uh, turns out the fiance reported him, though. Police describe her as Pace's now estranged fiance. Oh, okay. So we can kind of see where this is going. Or where this has been, yeah. I don't understand this fascination with tasers that much. You know, tasers aren't like a joy buzzer like you see on Bugs Bunny <laughs> where they, you know, shake hands and then it was like this huge shock. It's like, I just don't really understand that. It's a device to be used against criminals and perpetrators and all that sort of stuff. So what's, who's next on the list? Is Nana going to get stabbed? <laughs> oh, poor you, Gammy. Yeah, Gammy, I mean, I guess. Gammy got I, tased. I mean, we're talking about family and friends here and I mean, at least he's getting permission from everybody, but I don't understand the fascination yeah i don't either and and we both worked at a television station in georgia for yeah. a while and um one of our co-workers volunteered to be tased yeah. on air i was going to ask you if you knew ever known anybody that got tased of course yeah, yeah. so but we 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 both saw it yeah um yeah it wasn't pretty no not at all i we i actually there was frothing yeah in the last couple of years we i was at a class where somebody volunteered to get tased and there is just no way I would ever do that. I just, I'm not interested in like feeling that sort of level of pain. Right. Um, and every time somebody, you see somebody get it, have it done, it's like they get this, even if they've had it done before, it's still this shock of, why did I do this? It's like, <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna be that guy that volunteers. So if I'm in your class or I'm, I'm in some sort of demonstration and they're gonna be a tase, you're going to have to do it because I'm not doing it. So when they say we'd like a volunteer, you actually take the step backwards. I leave the room. I <laughs> excuse myself to go to the bathroom. I may not even show up on that day. I just, just as a rule of thumb. I, I do remember one time at a conference in um, San Antonio. So Texas, where you can buy anything. Sure. Apparently. Yeah. Um, some of the folks I was at the conference with went out and bought a cattle prod and they were really excited to buy the cattle prod and I did not go drinking with them the rest of the trip because I was just afraid that the prod would, yeah, yeah, yeah no. So kids, just steer clear of cattle prods, tasers, everything. Just, you know, nobody, you don't have to know what it feels like to be electrocuted to be afraid of it or right. or to or to have a healthy fear of it. Just, right. Let's, it, it's not a bad thing to just go through life without even feeling that. So, Believe me, I'm a living proof of that. <laughs> so... Does this story remind you of anything? Not in, not off the top of my head. The first thing that popped into my head, and, and maybe it's just the Florida connection, but yeah. really one of the first kind of viral real news videos to ever come out, and certainly one of the more viral news stories to ever come out of Florida. Right. Four words. Don't tase me, bro. Right. Words to live by, right? Right. Yeah. I, I mean... From that Florida student's lips to God's ears. It's <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's just how I live my life. Don't well, tase me, bro. And if you think about it, you know, the whole don't tase me, bro thing was in 2007. I mean, it's been 13 years. It's yeah. been a long time. And that was really in the very early years of YouTube. I yeah. mean, that's that's before David After Dentist. Oh, yeah. Um, it's before Candy Mountain. All the greatest hits. Right, right around <laughs> the same time as uh, Charlie Bit My Finger. You know... I, I honestly think we can probably credit Florida freaks 
with YouTube's success. Right, absolutely. And like like Florida did it. There may have been other videos at that point, but Florida I think pushed YouTube over the edge. And and I have no idea for sure if that particular Florida student had ever been tased before and that's why he didn't want to be tased again <laughs> or if he just was like me and it's like I'm not interested in it. I want nothing to do with that anywhere. Either way, just great words to yeah, live by. Yeah. Don't tase me, bro. Yeah. I mean, Which I'll, he copyrighted or, or trademarked. Trademarked. Good for him. The trademark has expired, so we can say it all we want now. Oh, and that feel good. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, another question about this story. Back, okay. back to our police officer here. Yeah. Which do you think came first? The tasing and then the becoming estranged or the reporting of the tasing and then the becoming estranged. I mean, if I had to put a guess on it, I would say the latter because my guess is is that it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal at first and it's like, yeah, I want to I want to feel what that's like, you know, and I trust you as someone that I'm considering spending the rest of my life with. Um and then you know including a a friend as well. But then, you know, if things start to go off the rails, then it's like, hey, I know a way that I can get back well, my yeah. Fiance, well, right? not just... only that, it's like you—you you have sometimes these little things build up, right? Sure. You know, like a little tasing here and there, yeah. but then something else happens, and then all of a sudden, it's like I can't believe I'm going to marry the guy that tased me. Well, wait a second, and, and then you've also got that now. So now I'm rethinking this. Oh, and now right. I'm thinking that maybe she was thinking that this was like just something that was very intimate that they had between the two oh, of them. Oh, and then and he then did it to the friend. Answer, he adds the friend to the whole thing, and it's like, well, this isn't special anymore. It's time for me to get estranged. <laughs> that's the right way that you would do it, right? I am estranged from now on. I, I think that's exactly how yeah. it goes, yeah. You don't say I want a divorce or, or I think we should like, or see it's other over. people or it's over. It's like, we are estranged, mister. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's going to get the point across. I think so too. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Uh, All right. Here's another question for you. Have you ever called 911? No, but I have called the police on somebody before. We had a problem with our neighbors really late Mm -hmm. at night one time. Mm -hmm. Noise just causing a lot of noise we have delightful neighbors right and uh, and they're no longer with us uh i don't think that, that makes it so like think, they're dead i don't think anything happened to them like i think that they're still alive i think they just moved away yeah just moved away but um <laughs> just one particular night um they were making a lot of noise i was afraid they were going to wake you up and so i decided that i was going to call the police and instead of calling 911 i looked up the number for the non-emergency number because i don't want to be quote, that guy, you know, my, doing my... Right, air my, quotes yeah, there. My Chris Farley, that guy. I don't want to be that guy at all. So I went out of my way to look up the non-emergency number because the last thing I want to do is tie up the line with uh, those 911 operators who do an, a fantastic job. Right. You know? So it's like, yeah. Right. I just want to get straight to somebody, even if I have to leave a message and say, hey, this happened. Um, if it happens again, what do I do? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So not everybody has the same qualms about calling the emergency line and and perhaps tying up somebody with a few better things to do on their mind. Well, that's a darn shame. It really is. So, But we wouldn't have this story otherwise. That's right. We would have nothing to talk about and we'd just be sitting here looking at each other and and a lot of dead air. So we don't need that. (laughs) So from the Charlotte Sun. So this one is practically next door to us. 
A Punagorda man was arrested Sunday for misusing the 911 system. Right. 65-year-old Michael James Gables called 911 at 1040 a.m. Saturday, April 25th because he needed more alcoholic beverages. (laughs) Gables asked Um. the deputy to take $20 that he had placed on the couch in the living room to go buy him some liquor. That makes a lot of sense. This this is all, this is good. This gives me some ideas. I mean, at least he wasn't expecting the officer to pay. No, no. So the deputy educated Michael about the purpose of the emergency line and warned him not to misuse 911 again, mm-hmm. which in the report says that Michael understood. Okay. Well, that lasted one day. Oh, of course. Yeah. On Sunday, Gables called again at 2.07 p.m., the same deputy responded, and Gable said he called because he needed someone to get his ice cream from the refrigerator because he couldn't get off his recliner. Hmm. The deputy asked Gables if he needed some kind of medical attention. Mm-hmm. He said no. Okay. So the deputy charged him with misuse of 911 and took him to jail, where his bond was set at $1,500. Florida. It's just, it, it, it always, it always, like, comes and helps us out with in in times of need we always can <laughs> rely on the stupidity of florida people to to bring us a story like this i mean i guess if there's one thing i mean i guess it, it makes sense if they want them to come pick something up and they've got money that they want to do but doing an actual errand inside that doesn't really make any sense at all yeah, call call the cops. I, I, I it wasn't an I've fallen and I can't get up. It's not like you have a butler that res- right. that responds via nine one one. I'm I'm sure the response to that would be, well, I pay my taxes. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can. Uh, I mean, so I mean, maybe this is a new revenue stream for for the popo. I mean, they they could have you know we've got things like Postmates and Bike Squad oh, and all that all sort right. of stuff. Yeah, that you know it's like an app. Uber you know, eats. The, yeah, it, Uber Eats exactly that do delivery. Like I, I cannot at all uh, vouch for the whole getting something from the refrigerator for me, getting ice cream from the refrigerator. That doesn't make sense at all. But maybe there's an avenue out there for another way of getting stuff delivered to your home. Who knows? Interesting. Who knows? And, uh, additional revenue. You know, police departments are often, you know, in a financial bind. Right, and it's the ingenuity of Floridians that will probably make this whole thing fi- get get this whole thing figured out. So us. here's my question. Yeah. So at 10.40 a.m. on a Saturday, yeah, this man is calling because he needs more liquor. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't think he's just waking up in the... And, and we all enjoy maybe sleeping in a bit on Saturday. Yeah. But so, so he's probably not just waking up and immediately saying, I need booze. Oh, my God, I'm out. Unless he's got a hangover. Oh, hair of the dog. It's a possibility. I, but I'm just saying, you know, your first inclination and... and I cannot put my brain into yeah. James Michael or Michael James Gables. Right. However, I, I would think that perhaps he considered other avenues first. Yeah. When are you starting in the morning that you have already decided calling 911 for liquor is important by 1040 well, a.m.? I mean, it's an emergency. So if you're mm. calling 911, so it's possible that he had a soiree that he was planning on throwing oh. later that night. And he was like... I've got so many things to do. My my to-do list is just keeps growing and growing and growing. I've got to go and get uh, party favors, and I've got to do all this other stuff, and I've got to get a caterer involved and everything like that. And I just and need where somebody... are you going to find those things during a pandemic? Right. I need to get someone to handle the alcoholic beverages, and who better than Florida's finest? Just get them on the horn. 
and, and say like, this is what I need. If you Here's just, 20 bucks that's can, on the couch. Hey, we're, we're all trying to make this party happen. If you can just handle this little piece for me, I got everything else. It just makes a lot of sense. And there's a reason they're called Florida's Finest, because they're always there to help. So so I actually called 911 um, a few months ago okay. for the very first time in my life. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, much like you, I, I was thinking, well, this isn't really an emergency, but I'm not quite sure who else to call. But I was in yeah. my car at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was, interestingly enough, driving back from the aforementioned Punta Gorda, right. still, I believe, in Charlotte County. Yeah. And I'm driving down the road, and there's just a loose cow walking down the shoulder oh, of the yeah, highway. I remember that, yeah. Just walking down, just just cow walking, mm-hmm. walking north. I'm walking south. Yep. Um, and I didn't know what to do. Loose cow. Loose cow. It could be dangerous. Yep. You know, you could walk in front of somebody's car. That yep. would be bad for yeah. for both the cow and the driver. So I thought, if well, only I had been there. You know, based on my Iowa roots. I know, you know, the best way to wrangle a cow. Oh, well, you see, know? but you weren't there. Yep. Yep. You know, that is like I, I don't know, but I'm enjoying and, watching yeah. you yeah. wave your make arms around and make funny big. noises. Yeah. And see if you can steer them. Now, there, there's no pen to steer them into. So, you know, that. Yeah. I had nowhere to steer the cow. Yeah. yeah. So I so I called. You still made the right call. Just get the police involved. Right. So yeah. I called 911 because I'm driving. I, I can't look at my phone to find a number. Mm hmm. And I called 911 and the operator answered and I said, hi, yeah, um, I don't think this is really an emergency. And the the 911 operator, dispatcher, communications officer, whatever she was, immediately mm-hmm. said, are you calling about a cow? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you're on it. Don't worry about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, I am. Yeah. And she said, an officer is on the way. Did you want to stay there and meet with the officer? <laughs> and I said, no. I, I'm fine. Yeah. I think I'll be fine. They'll have it under control. I mean, it would be kind of fun to just hang around and just, you know, crack wise about it, just like we're doing right now. Right. But right. Uh, you probably had better places to be. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I did at the time. So, yeah. well, thanks for doing your part as a Florida citizen to, you know, let somebody know about that loose cow, even though the 911 already knew about it's it. It's really my civic duty. Yeah. You yeah. know, jury duty, loose cow reporting. Right. Yeah. I'd rather do the latter. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> loose cow reporter. So uh, so this last story has nothing to do with loose cows. Oh, darn it. It doesn't even have to do, well, it might have to do with calling 911, well, but sure not specifically. Well, I'm sure it's still good, though. I'm, I'm Kirsten, sure. Kirsten, I, I have total faith in you. Oh, well, wonderful. Well, um, you've heard of Christmas in July. Oh, my right? favorite. Half Christmas. Let's do half, it. <laughs> it's like half birthday, half Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. only like a couple months away. This is great. Right. We might be able to leave the house by then. Yeah. So, uh, you've heard of Christmas in July. So I have a little Christmas in April for oh, you, good. even though now good, it's good, May. Good. But yeah. yes. So from heavy.com, a Florida woman is facing felony battery and aggravated assault charges. Very Christmassy so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. After police said she attacked a male victim using a brick, mm-hmm. a pen, of course. and a candy cane. What? <laughs> the violent confrontation occurred in Clearwater. Christina Zesius, mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, she can let us know later. And the male victim were arguing around 5 a.m. on April 25th. Five in the morning. Five in the morning. Zesius was first accused of, stab- accused of stabbing the victim in the left arm using Ouch. a pen, which oh. broke the skin. Sharp pen. Sharp pen. Or that's a very forceful stab. Or both, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So the victim tried to leave the house, at which point Zesius threw a brick at him, but oh. missed. Okay. 
Christina then threw a candy cane at the victim's left arm, causing bruising and swelling to his elbow. What? Yeah. What kind of candy cane is this? (laughs) So the officer uh, on the arrest report listed candy Uh as the weapon type. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Um, that responded seems, seems about right. Yeah, the officer did note that ZCS did not appear to be under the influence of any drugs or alcohol at the time of the arrest. Look, we are living in weird times right now, and I know that Florida is weird all the time, but this is like a new level. This is like bringing it to a new level. And considering how difficult it is for us to maintain our active lifestyles, I think it's good to add candy uh, to the database as a weapons choice. So now mm. it's just part of the form field drop down. It's like, you know, <laughs> you've got um, knife, gun, machine gun, baseball uh, bat, baseball bat, machete, candy. Yeah. It only makes sense. I mean, because candy, you know, it's sweet. It's not good for you. It's, you know, whatever. But candy canes, I love candy canes. I do too. Candy canes are wonderful. And, but why are they like just hanging around in April? Well, they're hard candy. Hard candy lasts forever. Setting around. I know, but candy canes are long. It's different than if it's just like a little hard candy, like a little, you know, disc or something like that where. It could fit nicely in a bowl. It's like or in Gammy's pocket. Yeah, Gammy, we're coming back to the Gammy bookends. So, but I just don't understand how there can be candy canes. And and then this also makes me think of this other thing. So when I was growing up, I loved candy canes. I still do, but because I love peppermint. But there were these, um, and you may know what I'm talking about. These candy canes you could buy at the store mm-hmm. that were almost like very uh, thick and long, and they they were like almost like a police flashlight. Oh, oh they yeah, the Billy re- like a, a Billy like Club, a Billy Club of candy, like a, like an candy English candy. Bobby. Yeah, an like English pole, Bobby was like a, walking around with a instead of a yeah, Billy Club, like a the candy constable. Cane. Except yes. around Christmas time, he would have candy a candy constable. cane. You know, it like it's like make sure you don't cross the street, uh, mind the gap, or whatever it is, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, but that thing I could see doing some damage if you threw it. Now it's not super heavy. But it is thicker, and it could actually, you know, you could actually throw right. it and get. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. You know what I love about the yeah. uh, the giant candy Billy Club? Yeah, I would always try really hard and very patiently mm-hmm. to slowly sharpen it to like a, a weapon to a point. Yeah, to to a to a fine point. And now we're seeing. You know the possibility. So she could have shivved him with this thing, like shanked him. Absolutely, this feels very much like a Shawshank type thing, where it's like (laughs) instead of like a toothbrush or 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 some sort of like a rock hammer or something like that, it's like using a candy cane and shivving. Yeah, it's like working it to that nice point where you can really do some damage with it. Bruising with a candy cane, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if it was a regular candy cane, it would just shatter on impact, right? I mean, so so do we think? So she's got candy canes. I'm never going to look at candy canes the same way again. Right. Lethal weapon. Yeah. Or at least mildly harmful weapon. Do I need to get a permit? <laughs> I don't know. So so do you think if she's got candy canes just sitting around? Yeah. And and let's face it. None of us have been able to go to the store as much as we would like in no. these uncertain times. Yeah. Um, but if she's got candy canes lying around in late April... Mm-hmm. 
Does she also still have her Christmas decorations oh, still up? Oh, you know she does. She's got everything still up. Like, not I, just I, lights I, to make it festive. But... I mean, I can't imagine, because I, I don't otherwise understand how, like, nobody would think twice about why she's still got candy canes laying around. If she's still got her Christmas lights up, she's like, candy canes are the least of her problems. She's still got all of that stuff. Like, the tree's probably still up. Who knows? I mean, because there's, like there's like a threshold, like a tipping point where if the tree is still up after a certain time, do you, you take you leave it, it up all Just year. leave it up all year. I mean, really, what's what's the and, harm? And honestly, I think one year we had ours up to into February. Own. Yeah, to so, each his own. You know, know. It's but your we're domicile. People. You do with it as you wish. <laughs> I do know people who decorate a tree year round. They just leave the tree up. They have Valentine's decorations. They have Easter decorations. Oh, that's they have fun. July Fourth decorations. Yeah. See, that's a great reason to do it. I like that. I like that a lot. But the candy canes, I, I feel like those are a little more exclusive to the holidays. Yeah. Why haven't you eaten them by now? Right. Yeah. What a fantastic story. All four of these were great. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Florida, once again, does not disappoint. Yeah. What, have, what have we learned today, Corey? Oh, boy. I think there's a lot of stuff to learn. Well, candy canes, we've learned that, I mean, obviously, they can be good for year-round. I just don't understand. I wasn't aware that they were something that you could use for weapons. So, good to have a couple of them on you just in case, you know, you forget to take your knife or your machete with you whenever you run to the <laughs> store. You can always have a candy cane I on. don't often bring I'm, a machete to the store with they're me. They're bruising people up. So, yeah. you know, it can't can't be that bad what else do we learn i'm trying i'm trying to think i I think we've also learned that one of the best ways to end a beautiful relationship is to tase that person oh yeah i mean nothing nothing says i love you more than tasting (laughs) the one that you love i mean it, it, it really is an intimate thing so um so yeah uh don't eat more than your weight in cooking grease. Oh, good point. You may think that it's actually going to make things slip and slide even easier out of your body. Wet and wild. May not, <laughs> may not necessarily uh, be the case. And No, absolutely not. And and finally, if you need to call 911, hmm. you know, do it for legitimate reasons. Yeah. If you just need somebody to get the ice cream out of your freezer. <laughs> yeah. Probably not a legitimate reason. Yeah, to call it might be time one. to hire a butler. Um, oh, a butler. May, yeah, maybe maybe some in-home uh, help, or uh, or maybe just get up off your butt and get it yeah. yourself. Go 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 get it yourself. Yeah, I mean the independent lifestyle of the American. It's like let's do it. Yeah, we can do this for ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. got this. Yeah, we can, got this. I can get that ice cream on my own. And honestly, we all need the exercise right now. Yes. So getting oh. off the couch, getting and up walking and moving to the around. Freezer. It's like my Apple Watch telling me all the time to get up and move stand, around. It's like yeah, stand. And time to stand. You're getting ice cream. It's not like you're having to go and do a chore. You're just going to get grab some ice cream. Hey, we won't tell on you if you don't put it in a bowl. Yeah. Just eat it out of the container. Come on. It's Just all grab good. a spoon and go to town. Yeah. Yep. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds awesome. for the week. Thank you for joining us again for another slice of Sunshine State silliness. Yeah. Thanks a lot, everyone. Remember to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. That's at FLA Freak Show. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out and helps us find more freak fans like you to enjoy the show. Until next time, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Hey, we'll be back next week. And until then, let that Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.